0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. This is a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 1 Corinthians. Today is episode 436. Looking at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 12 through 14. read our passage. For just as the body is one, and has many parts, and all the parts of that body, though many, are one body, so also is Christ. For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, and we were all given one spirit to drink. Indeed, the body is not one part, but many. This is Paul's first letter to the church in Corinth, a church he founded five years earlier on his second missionary journey. Now he's on his third missionary journey in Ephesus, and he's writing this letter to the church in Corinth because they've got a lot of problems. One of the big issues is that they're trying to out-spiritualize one another. They each think they're full of wisdom and knowledge, who's aligned with the best leader. And they're caught up in a confusion of spiritual gifts. And in this section that we're in now, Paul's talking about spiritual gifts. And they seem enamored with the gift of tongues. That is, these ecstatic utterances that they say are being driven by the Holy Spirit, allowing them to speak these heavenly languages. And it seems the issue is that everybody has this gift of tongues. And Paul's arguing about diversity and unity. And so the section we just completed, he was talking about diversity within unity. Unity and we're all together. We are one body, one body of Christ. Yet diversity, he talked about the many gifts. And so we had this long list of gifts. He ended with the gift of tongues and interpretation, because that's the one he's really focusing on. But his point was, there are a lot of gifts. And he's going to continue this whole discussion on diversity. So today we're continuing the discussion of unity and diversity. But his real focus here is diversity. Verse 12, he says, For just as the body is one and has many parts, And all the parts of that body, though many, are one body. So also is Christ. That's kind of a complex sentence. And it's hard to see a chiasm uh, verbally. It's best, uh, I see it best written down. But a chiasm is a literary structure. It's called that because it looks like the Greek letter chi, which looks like an X. That's why you often see Xmas for Christmas, because Christ begins with chi, that X-looking letter, and often chi is used in shorthand for Christ, but it's kind of an X-form. Really, it's almost a sideways V with the point pointing to the right, where it begins with a statement, then another statement, then another statement, and, and the, the beginning and end statements are parallel to each other. Then the second statement and the next to last statement are parallel to each other. And when you, you indent each of these, and then the, the very center part with the, at the point, that's the central statement, the central point of what he's making. And verse 12 really forms a chiasm. The first part for just as the body is one. We'll call that A. Then the next part, and has many parts. We'll call that B. Then the third part, and all the parts of that body, though many, we'll call that B prime. And then the last part, are one body. We'll call that A prime, so A and A prime are justified to the left, then B and B prime are indented, and that shows that B and B prime are the main point. So if we go back over that, the central part then is and has many parts, and all the parts of that body, though many, this is discussing the many part of this. And that's Paul's point here, is the diversity. Because A and A prime, the body is one, and R one body, that's the unity part. And he's not saying that unity is not important. What he is saying, though, is diversity is his issue. When we look at this, we so often get caught up in the idea of unity, because generally in our context, that's the problem, is lack of unity. But the issue he's dealing with here in Corinth is a lack of diversity. Everybody has the gift of tongues. And everybody is this way. And Paul's fighting against that concept. No, no, no. There's a, a mixture. There are a lot of spiritual gifts. The Spirit works through diversity within unity. But he's not challenging them on their unity. He's challenging them on their diversity in this point. So verse 12, what he's basically saying here is the body has many parts. And, th- and these parts, although they're a part of the same body, there are many. So the idea of diversity. And he sandwiches that with the statements of unity. The body is one. They are one body. So diversity within unity. And he adds, so also is Christ. Now that is odd. How is Christ Many and one and all that, well, pretty much everybody agrees. When he says "so is Christ," he means the body of Christ, and this is another literary device. is called a metonymy, and it's using a word to represent a, a bigger issue, much as someone in England would talk about their loyalty to the crown. Well, not really talking about the physical crown; they're talking about the concept of the king, the queen, the royalty, the head of state. But you use the term crown to refer to that. We often use that with cross, talking about it's because of the cross, because of the cross. Really, we don't mean the cross, that wooden structure. We mean the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. So when he says, so also is Christ, what he means here is the body of Christ, the physical manifestation of Christ amongst us. So, Diversity within unity. In verse 13, he says, For we were all baptized by one spirit into one body. Whether Jews or Greeks, whether slaves or free, we are all given one spirit to drink. There's a lot of questions here. He's really, the point is easy to take away. His point is unity. We all experience this baptism by one spirit. We all experience this one spirit to drink. And no matter what your background is, whether you're a Jew or a Greek, whether you're slave or free, we all have this idea of unity. So here his point is unity. So regardless of what the nuances are, the, the takeaway is, is pretty simple here. Unity is his takeaway. But when he says, baptized by one spirit, what does he mean? And the, the scholars are right about this are divided. Some say he's talking about physical baptism, that that mark of being brought into being one of the church and under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. This baptism is under one Holy Spirit, and that's a something we all do, and we're unified there. Others say no, he's talking about being the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Now John the Baptist talked about the one who's coming will baptize with the Holy Spirit. Is that what he's talking about? Well, Paul doesn't really talk about baptism of the Spirit in other places. Others say, well, he's not really talking about water baptism at all. He's using the, He really means immersed, because the word baptism really means the immersion. The word to baptize, which is the verb that's used here, to baptize, the word, Greek verb baptismo just means to immerse. And so when it talked about immersing people because of their faith, Well, that Greek word just carried forward and and became its own word. And so when we talk about baptism, we're just using the Greek word immersion. And here the question is, does he mean the act of baptism, the religious thing, when we think about it? Or does he just mean it as immersion and talking about we are immersed in the spirit? Similarly, all given one spirit to drink. Nobody's really got a clear definition of what that actually means either but the idea is the unity under the Holy Spirit. And so take those together. We, we know he's talking about unity and we know he's talking about the Holy Spirit here. The only way we can have unity is through the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is the actual one thing that marks if we are really part of the community of God. What makes you a Christian? The fact that you pray to prayer, the fact that you walked to the front of the church, the fact that you joined a church, the fact that you were baptized, the fact that you participate in the Lord's Supper. What really makes you one of the community of God's people, part of the body of Christ? Well, in other places, we talk about the Spirit. That person has the Holy Spirit. Well, the only people that have the Holy Spirit are followers of Christ. And all followers of Christ have the Holy Spirit. Those who been baptized with the Holy Spirit, filled with the Holy Spirit, The Holy Spirit is the true mark of being a follower of Christ. And so when we talk about somebody having no evidence of the Spirit in their lives, we're saying there's no evidence this person's really a follower of Christ. So The Holy Spirit is the one true mark of being a follower of Christ. And it's only because of the influence of the Holy Spirit and having the Holy Spirit. That's what true unity is based on. So verse 13 here, the the takeaway is unity. Because of the Holy Spirit. So verse 12, he was talking about diversity within the bounds of unity. Then verse 13, he follows it up with unity. Unity is a mark of being a follower of Christ, and that's based on the Holy Spirit. Then verse 14. And verse 14 is the final verse of this paragraph and is the bottom line of the paragraph. Indeed, the body is not one part, but many. And this is hammering again, the idea of diversity. So he repeats the subject of 12, but in in terms of a negative, where before he was saying there is diversity, here is more of a negative saying, and and the body is not without diversity. And, And that is the bottom line of the whole paragraph here. Yes, diversity and unity, but his big point is, diversity. And again, remember we, when we look at this, we often focus on the unity aspect, generally because that's what we need. We got plenty of diversity. What we really lack so often is unity. But Paul's problem with the Corinthian church is diversity. They need to recognize the diversity of the work of the Holy Spirit. Unity, absolutely important and he does hit them in some other areas talking about unity. But his whole point talking here is he's dealing with spiritual gifts is diversity. For us, the takeaway is celebrate diversity, cling, and pray for unity. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 1 Corinthians.